0: Have you ever noticed how hard it is to find an attractive guy on a dating app? Have you ever noticed that the most attractive guys are the least likely to follow through once you match? Have you ever considered that there might be a more effective way to date? In this Love You podcast, I'm going to answer a common reader question, share some eye-opening statistics about attraction, and give you some practical advice that will help you meet more attractive guys than ever before. Stick around. I'm Evan Mark Katz, dating coach for smart, strong, successful women, and your personal trainer for love. Welcome to the Love You podcast. Keep listening to learn what to do when you're not attracted to anyone. When we're done, I'll let you know how you could apply to Love You to create a passionate relationship that makes you feel safe, heard, and understood. So today uh, I have a really short reader question. It's one I'm sure you could identify with. How can I keep being positive and hopeful when dating when every man is a disappointment? I'm finding that I'm attracted to so few men online that the guy who dumped me suddenly seems like the one. Please help me to see the greatness in these other guys. That's a short question, but I deal with that as a coach in my Love You community all the time. Women are lamenting the paucity, the dearth of quality men, um, both in terms of physical attractiveness and then in terms of the kind of man that they're finding, and they're saying it's you know it's a needle in a haystack. And so I'm not gonna argue with that. I'm gonna let you marinate in that for a second, your belief that there's no good men. Uh, I just want to show these two statistics to kick off the conversation and frame it. Statistic number one: men swipe right on 62% of women's profiles that they see. Women swipe right on only 4.5% of the men's profiles they see. That's number one. Number two. In terms of attractiveness, the bottom 80% of men are competing for the bottom 22% of women, while the top 78% of women are competing for the top 20% of men. So you don't have to be a math major to see why this might be a problem. And I want to take a moment to break down what this means for you. Clearly, there is some sort of disparity and we need to talk about why that is and what that means. So to paraphrase the previous statistics, it means for whatever men's flaws are, and they are considerable, men are far more forgiving on looks than women are. They have a sort of normal distribution curve. I mean, they're still going to write to the 27-year-old bikini models. That's not going to change, but they're still writing to everybody else. If they're writing to 62% of women, that's a pretty broad swath far more willing to give women a first look even if we concede and we can that women uh, look better than men and try harder to look better than men we're still talking about a very like a massive gap right 62 percent to four and a half percent women reject men 13 times more than men reject women so just please take a moment as a woman who's listening to this podcast to think about what it would feel like to be rejected 95 percent of the time. That's the average male dating experience. Next, if 80% of women are going for the top 20% of guys, well you're gonna see exactly what you see right now. Those men top of the heap right are by virtue of the laws of supply and demand going to have more options than they know what to do with. That's a game a big big game of musical chairs. And Since we know that dating sites are mostly about looks rather than character, it rewards good-looking guys with an infinite supply of women, which would make it much harder for these men to differentiate women from each other after a couple of texts. And it would make it much harder for these men to keep track of everybody. It would make it much harder for these men to focus on one woman. And it would make it much harder for him to stop comparing you to your younger, hotter, Comrades, and it would be harder for him to settle down when those 80% of women are knocking on his door, just making it easier and easier for him to get laid without much effort. It would be really hard for a guy in that circumstance. It's not hard, not hard to get attention, but definitely hard to be able to focus on who he wants to put all his energies into. And remember, I'm. This is not a, uh, a matter of my opinion. I'm only. Echoing what you've told me, this is your observation about men and the online dating experience. So if there's a tiny percentage of men getting all the attention from all the women, what do you think you can do differently to get a different result? First thing is you got to swipe right on more than 4.5% of men. That number is too low because that's just look space. We haven't gotten into any other important characteristics like whether he's nice or whether he's emotionally available or whether he's got a good sense of humor or whether he exhibits character, kindness, consistency, communication and commitment. All we know is that we've narrowed our dating pool to 4.5 percent of men. And that's just too small. Right? that's more selective than the most selective college. So if you just swipe on 10 percent of men. Right. You can reject 9 out of 10 men. Just <laughs> 95 out of 100, you can't. Right? But you can reject 90 out of 100, that's fine. All right? Just by going from 4.5% to 10%, you just doubled your dating options. That's good. gives you more opportunity. Now, your first reaction to me telling you to open up to 10% of men might be like, "Ew!" there's a reason I only swipe right on a tiny percentage of men. Less than 4.5 percent. Men are disgusting. These guys, Evan, you don't understand what it's like to be a woman in my city, my age. I've been doing this for 20 years. I, I really do understand. So I invite you to do this very simple thought experiment. Imagine a man who concluded the exact same thing that you've concluded. There's nobody attractive to me out there. The only people that I'm attracted to are women, 21 to 29, wearing string bikinis. Those, those I mean, And there's enough of them out there. I mean, there's about 4.5% of them. Those, but that's, that's what I'm attracted to. I can't help that. It's not my fault. That's what I like. So if nobody else really does it for me, apart from these 21 to 29-year-old bikini models, what am I supposed to do? Well, I could claim as that guy, well, I'm just doing what makes sense. I can't help what I'm attracted to. Why would I settle on some thirty-six-year-old wearing clothing, <laughs> right? Or someone who's beautiful but is a shape like a normal woman instead of an Instagram model? Why would I ever settle on that? Now, I—I'm guessing. I could be wrong—that you'd find it outrageous if a guy thought his that was his only dating and pool because that's what he was attracted to, right? Because. Likely eliminate you, and that doesn't seem particularly fair. Yet you're doing something that's the equivalent. Right? You are. You're just, you're just finding different things attractive. So if I were giving advice to men, right, and I did for five years before I started focusing on women, I'd tell them the exact same thing stop focusing so n- narrowly on youth and beauty, not just because it's skin deep, right? And because the numbers don't play out. Right, but because it's insanely competitive. <laughs> really, if you, you have that woman and she's getting written to by thousands of men, what's the odds that you're going to break through? It's pretty low. So I would tell that guy to expand his search. You know who I'd tell him to write to? I'd tell him to write to you. That's what I would tell him to do. You, compared to those women, are an undervalued stock. Now, maybe there are younger, higher versions of you, but they're not better than you. If only the top men would give you a chance, they'd see that for themselves. Doesn't it stand to reason that we could apply this same logic in reverse? Now the fact is, most people are not good at marketing themselves. All right. I have at any given point in time over 50 women in my Love You Live course. There's not a single one who couldn't stand to get some sort of profile makeover from updating her photos rewriting her profile to make her more appealing broadly to men that's what i help people do it makes a big difference so if i'm working with smart strong successful women who pay good money to invest in this important part of their life think of men they they're not talking to their friends they don't have a dating coach they don't have close female friends to even bounce this off of all right so that guy Gets on an app, downloads it, sees a bunch of attractive people, uploads a quick selfie so he could start searching and he starts swiping. Maybe his profile and photos are average at best, but that doesn't mean he's average. I'm distinguishing. I mean, I I know people who have great photos and they're douchebags. I know of people who've got great photos uh, with great uh, written profiles and they're narcissists we don't always match our marketing. And so the reason I know this is because I work with smart, strong, successful women who, for the most part, have pretty average profiles before they get here and love you. It only makes sense that this would apply to men, too. So I don't want you to overthink this, You're not choosing a husband you're swiping on a guy by swiping right on a guy you're not committed to meeting him you're not committed to kissing him you're not committed to sleeping with him or marrying him you're just signaling that you're open to a dialogue a couple texts an email a phone call that's literally all that swiping right signals it's not a promise of anything so by giving the doubt to an extra five percent of guys guys who might be sevens instead of eights or nines to be gauche. Right? And by the way, these sevens turn out to be eights or nines when you fall for them. That happens all the time, too. You doing Just doing this wildly increases the odds of finding a guy who is excited about you and makes the effort to become your boyfriend. And remember, you're not slumming it any more than the guy who finds Instagram models physically appealing is slumming it by swiping right on you. So I hope that tiny shift, trying to find the underappreciated men, not the guys who are being swamped by women, but trying to find this lane of underappreciated men who just like you feel like they're getting lost in the cracks a little bit. Just doing that could make a huge difference for you. So. Try to implement that. That's the nice thing about this kind of advice. You could actually take it out for a spin and try it on for size, right? The second you get off this uh, with me. So uh, my name is Evan Markatz. If you have a question, please send it to blog at EvanMarkatz.com. And I look forward to answering your question on a future Love You podcast. Until then, keep listening and I will see you next week. Thanks a lot. My name is Evan Mark Katz. Thank you for tuning into the Love You podcast. If you enjoy this podcast, please share an honest review on Apple. More reviews equals more awareness of the Love You podcast and more love in the world. And if you have everything except a man and you want to have a happy, healthy relationship, I can help you. In Love You, you will gain confidence, learn to trust your judgment, and find a man who makes you feel safe, heard, and understood. Go to www.evanmarkkatz.com and click to watch my free video. When you're done, you could apply to Love You to join hundreds of other smart, strong, successful women in a coaching community where women like you actually get the love you deserve. I'll see you there.